It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. It is so nice to be recording and sitting down in my brand new office talking to you guys. If you're not following me over on Twitter, you might not have heard, but I moved. And due to the lack of internet and then complications with getting the internet set up, I couldn't post. And it's not like I could run to Starbucks really quickly and steal their Wi-Fi. I unfortunately had no resources and no way to get this up. But I am back and we are in for a lot of fun this week. I feel like a week off kind of gave me a chance to reset and do a deep dive into the flames and just really dedicate myself to the content. Also, I'm very sorry. I don't know how the audio quality is. It might be a little bit echoey, but that's just because my office doesn't have uh, things on the walls yet, but we're getting there. But before we do get too ahead of ourselves, I want to pay my respects to Colby Cave's family and friends. For those of you who don't know, Colby was a 25-year-old Oilers player who was also part of the Bruins organization, and he passed away Sunday after suffering a brain bleed. Um, That hits very close to home for me, and it just kind of dredged up a lot of um, emotion regarding my dad's recent passing. So please keep his wife in your thoughts as she's going through this horrible time. And how she grieves is her business. It's not your journey, so it's not your place to judge. But yes. Um, So before we jump into this, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All right. Welcome back, you guys. And this week, we're going to be talking about the Flames' best season. I think it's fairly obvious uh, which one I went with. Uh, Obviously, the standout year to me was 1989, the year the Flames won the Cup. It'll be cool to take a trip down memory lane and revisit the glory days and talk about what's, you know, where the Flames had it all together (laughs) and I think this week is going to be really cool we're going to hear from Tori Peterson as well who is part of the Flames organization and I have an interview set up with her Tuesday so it'll either be on Tuesday or Wednesday's episode um 1989 was the year of every rose has its thorn and wind beneath my wings back to the future and the little mermaid played in theaters around the world And the Canadian Space Agency is created nine years into the move from Atlanta to Calgary. And history was about to be made. The Flames beat the Montreal Canadiens 4-2 to bring the Stanley Cup to Alberta. Now, before we can get to the end, we have to take a look back at the beginning. Uh, The team was led by... Lanny McDonald, Jim Paplinski, and the alternate captain, Tim Hunter. They had a record of 47, I mean, sorry, 54, 17, and 9. 
their stats compared to the league average blew my mind up. I was not expecting that while I was looking. Not that, you know, the Flames are, not that the Flames are a bad team by any mean, but just the fact that they were in a whole different percentile. <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I'm trying to pull up the stats right now. Okay. It'd be really cool if it wanted to load. Okay. So they, so the, like I said, the Flames had 54 wins and the league average was 35. The Flames had 17 losses. The league average was 35. And they were right on track with the ties <laughs> at nine. Uh, the league average for points was 80. And the Flames dominated the league with 117. I just thought that it was crazy just to see the jump and the change and everything. It's just, I, you know, it, you don't see that in today's game. You know, I would say that, oh, well, they're playing a longer season. But, I mean, back in 89, they only played 80 games. And that's only two less games. So, um, but this team just blew the league out of the water with um, an, basically an 83% on the penalty kill while the league average was 79 and they had a 25% success rate on the uh, power play. <laughs> uh, Hall of Famer Joe Mullen led the team with 110 points. Uh, and even by today's standards, that's very impressive. I mean, you do hear about the players reaching 100 points and, you know, you look at Ovi and Marshawn and, you know, those are really the first two that come to mind with when reaching that number, but 110 points, going to be pretty healthy. Uh, Tim Hunter had 375 penalty minutes and behind him was Gary Roberts with 250. Joe Neuendijk led the team with 19 power play goals. And your goalie tandem consisted of Mike Vernon and Rick Wamsley. Vernon had 37 wins, but his save percentage kind of shocked me. It was an 897. And obviously, uh, the team won the President's Trophy or they were awarded the President's Trophy, and they ran away with the Smythe Division um, with 170, <laughs> 117 points to the LA Kings, 91. You know, you don't, you don't see that. Again, I'm just kind of referring to today's game, but you don't see a team running away with a division like that. Um, I'm going to look up Tampa Bay. They're... Um, points and everything because I don't even okay Tampa Bay Lightning I should have specified not the Buccaneers but they had 113 points last year while the Bruins were right behind them with 112 so I mean there's not a big differential like that but it's just crazy to me <laughs> Um, but let's, uh, take another break and we will hear from our sponsors. 
Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Well, yes. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Um, I figured we could take a look over at the Flames and Flames Twitter and see what is up over there. Um, if you did not know, Milan Lucic joined um, Instagram. So make sure you give him a follow and make sure you are keeping up with the Luches. So six years ago, um, oh my goodness, sorry, six years ago, um, Johnny Gaudreau won the Hobie Baker Award after scoring 36 goals and posting 80 points in 40 games with Boston College uh, hockey. Wow, that's rather impressive. He also signed an entry deal, entry level deal with the Flames that day. So honestly, he's very small. (laughs) Um, And I feel like he looks like a little boy, but at least six years ago. But it's very exciting, Um, and, you know, he's got a long career ahead of him, and hopefully he enjoys the world of Calgary enough to stick around and hang out and hopefully make a career there. But, um, yeah, so, sorry, (laughs) I'm just trying to find some more stats of the regular season because I don't want to jump too far ahead. Um, The Flames had uh, 101 power play goals, while the league average was 85. Um, Power play goals against was 78, while the league average was 85. I just... They... Ooh. They did fall... um, below league average and shorthanded goals with 10 while the average was 12. Honestly, big whoopty deal. <laughs> when you have a season like that, you just kind of got to embrace it for what it is. But at this time, I kind of just want to wrap it up and just get back into the swing of things and The rest of this week will be filled with more detail and a longer trip down memory lane. So thank you guys so much for hanging out and make sure you are checking out the Locked On uh, national show, so Locked On NHL. But yeah, I will catch y'all tomorrow and I hope that you have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.